This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show Bet on the Bull. and the VSEN Sports Network. Bet on the Bull, WRNS <laughs> Kinston. Do y'all know who that was? That was Brent Musburger. Get out. How about that? Brent Musburger. Wait, wait a minute. That needs one more. Okay, you ready? Yeah, one yeah, more time. And I know uh, Jason will appreciate this anyway. This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show and the VSEN Sports Network. Bet on the Bull, WRNS Kinston. Brent, my, my name came out of Brent Musburger's mouth. How cool is that, guys? <laughs> That's impressive. Yeah, That's that impressive. is. And uh, what I was talking about earlier, and I'll probably do it because since we got John here, uh, and we, we've we got about 30 minutes here, so I don't want to cut into it. But uh, he cut three minutes worth of promos. Okay, wow. Brent, And they sent me the whole file. Do you all know the story about uh, Paul Biancardi from ESPN calling me Byron Chanks? <laughs> That's a story for another day. <laughs> Because my email address is Brian C. Hanks. You've seen it before, Brian the C. Byron Hanks. Byron Shanks, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brian C. Hanks at AOL.com. One of these cuts, and it's three minutes, and I haven't cut it out. I'll do it maybe tomorrow. But he calls me Byron. Brent Musburger called me Byron. Mm. That's mm. awesome. Is it? I mean. <laughs> it is what it is. But as long as he fixed it. <laughs> he did. He right. did. That was the very first one right there. But he does. Uh, but, so not only does uh, Brent Musper call uh, me Brian Hanks, but he does call me Byron one time. So I can't wait for John and Jonathan because they pick on me all the time about that because that's something that happened years ago. Long, I, I'm going to give you the 10-second version. Uh, I used to – in fact, this is going to be my first year in 20 years I've not worked for the John Wall Holiday Invitational you know, up in Raleigh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul Biancardi works for ESPN. He's one of their recruiting analysts. He was so impressed with how I ran the media room. He's like, I it, it had a little notebook thing, and he goes, uh, I've got to give a shout-out to uh, the the lead, or to the media director for the Holiday Invitational, Byron Shanks. Oh, my. <laughs> wow. And it was on the front page of ESPN. I mean, no, no, it didn't say that on the front, but when you clicked on it, it took you to a story. And he wanted to thank the media director, Byron Shanks. So, you know Charlie Casey. Yeah, yeah I know Charlie. Charlie was one of my assistants then, and he got such uh, a kid. And they still call And if you look at uh, Jonathan Massey's phone, if I call him, it comes up as Byron Shanks. So, now that? Brent Mus- Musburger's called me Byron, so. Well, I mean, what it is. out of curiosity, I mean, you've reached a certain level of celebrity now. When you and Linda travel, <laughs> when you and Linda, when you and Linda travel, is that what you book your hotels yeah. under? This Byron, is Byron Jenks, and you know what? His assistant. <laughs> Maybe that's a good idea. I like that, Mike. Yeah, but I mean, no, dude. If you need I any have. referrals? Just call uh, Brett. Musburger. There you yeah. go. Yeah, call yeah. Brent Musburger or Paul B. and Cardi. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Okay, okay. Hey, let's let's wrap because I want to get it. It's Wood Ducks Wednesday. I want to get into Wood Ducks talk here. Oh, dear Lord. Jacques Passelig just oh, messaged Lord. me and said, I've changed your name in my phone. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I believe that. You do, you do know that Passelig is French for champion, right? Yeah. yeah I, if it's not, it should be. I was taught that at my first Rotary meeting with, with Jacques. Yes. That's that. awesome. When he won uh, Dance's Stars Dance for the Arts in Kinston, I, I I told his children that that's what their last name meant in French. <laughs> that is so awesome. I do know how to spell Pasolik. Can you spell Pasolik? I'm very good at it. I know. You know how you do it? You do it with the Mickey, Mickey Mouse, Mouse song. song. Yeah, I've heard P-A-S-S- of that. P-A-S-S. Oh, shoot. You P-A-S-S-A-I-L-I-G-U-E. Okay, I just, now I just like messed that. it up. Yeah. yeah. P-A-S-S-A-I-L. 
That one. Man. I no, get, no, Jacques, I used to be able to spell it. I've not done it in so long. I can't remember. C H A M P I O N. That's right. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. And I should like play Queens. We are the champions underneath (laughs) it. I mean, that is awesome. Thanks, Jock. I appreciate that. This is walk up music. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. Uh, Let's let's wrap up uh, ECU. Uh, So I said seven and five. I got it. We both said we both said said seven and five. Um, and, and and I think. You know, five wins or better is is going to be a solid season for that team. See, I disagree with you. I think it's got to be six wins. I think they've got to be six wins and bowl eligible. Well, they, and and I've I've seen them. Yeah, you know, I think the forecast was them to be in a bowl game. Um, yeah. but I I think what what I think is the biggest thing for this team with all the changes is is to be competitive and um and, and to develop some new leadership i mean when you lose a guy like holt nailers and i was not the biggest fan of what holt nailers produced on the field but i will always be the biggest fan of who holt nailers was to greenville and the pirates in terms of a great face for that program and tremendous leadership. Um, you know, I, I think that, that that's the, should be the biggest goal for the pirates this year is, is to develop leadership, develop a new face. I think that Mason Garcia can be that as what a, year is he, by the way, he's a sophomore, but okay. I, I red shirt sophomore or just regular sophomore. Well, it, it didn't show red shirt when I, when I looked at, yeah. um, on CBS Sports, but I I do think he's red shirt. I I don't know that he hasn't been there for a COVID year and red shirt. I feel like he's I feel like he's I feel like he's on campus yeah. for two years already. At uh, least not the twelve years that Holt Nailers was there. I, I mean, swear, you know, Clemens. Doctor, Holt Nailers was there. Doctor Nailers. <laughs> yeah, no joke. Okay, so we both went seven five. I want to play this with you real quick before we get into uh, uh, the Wood Ducks. <clears throat> Your beloved NC State Wolfpack, dude. Let's go game by game real quick here, right. and you tell me what you got here. At UConn on Thursday, August 31st. Good Lord. It's a week from tomorrow y'all play. I didn't realize y'all played yeah. that early. Wow. That's early. And it's going to be on CBS Sports Network. So Thursday, August 31st at UConn. Who you got? I got the pack. Okay, 1-0. and <laughs> Home at Carter-Finley Stadium against the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame on September 9th. I think we take an L. Okay, one and one. I think that's very fair. VMI. W. Uh, <laughs> hey, By the way, hey. did you know that? Let me tell you this. That game's going to be on the CW. Oh, really? And really? there will be red shirt freshman. Uh, McFall. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. John McFall's son will be there. That's Absolutely right. Absolutely. That's so, awesome. I mean, Former Parrot Academy star. Absolutely. Who was, uh, was a stud at Parrot Academy. I mean. Okay, VMI. I, I agree. That's a win. Two and one. Friday, September twenty second. A double dose of Virginia for uh, a double dose of Virginia for the pack at the Wahoos, the mighty, mighty Wahoos of the University of Virginia. I'll take a W. I think that's a W two. So three and one. uh, Y'all play back to back Friday night games. Yeah, Louisville too. Yeah, Louisville uh, at Carter Family. I think we take a W. Okay, that's four and one. You play Marshall, who uh, will have played ECU earlier that uh, earlier in the year. Uh, that's at Carter Finley. Take a W. Five and one, man. Y'all are probably top twenty-five at this point, don't you think? Five and one. Who we got next? <laughs> at Duke. Yeah, six and one. Six and one. Then an off week 
And then uh, they're ranked number nine right now, but the Clemson Tigers come roaring into uh, Carter Finley on Saturday, October 28th. So and an extra and week one. to prepare, prepare for and the And an extra the week, yeah. We'll take L. Okay, six and two. Uh, how many freaking home games do y'all have? You're home against Miami. All of them. <laughs> I think we take a W there. I do too. Seven and two. Now here's a tough game. Uh, Saturday, November the 11th in Winston-Salem at Wake Forest. Is Wake going to be as tough as they were last year though? That's the big question. We have fits with Wake Forest. Yeah. I think we take a L. Okay. I don't th- but see, did their quarterback left, right? Yeah, he yeah. did. He graduated. Or did he transfer? No, no he transferred. I think he transferred. He transferred. Yeah. yeah. So seven and three after the Wake Forest game, then you go to uh, Blacksburg to take on the hated, uh, you know, I hate, of course, uh, Virginia Tech, the Hokies <laughs> of Virginia Tech. So seven and three. I'm go ahead. Who? What are you going to say? We'll take a W. Okay, eight and three, and then you play. Uh, everybody say hey to the executive producer, Linda Whittington. Hey, hey, you know we're engaged now, right? Sources. I do know. Bling bling. She was our source this <laughs> yeah, morning for breaking news. She was our source news. this morning that I got in trouble. <laughs> that she got in trouble about. Okay, <coughs> he was mad there for a minute. Uh, she broke. Can I say it again? What we broke this morning? Dun 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 dun. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, I, what I said, what I shouldn't have said, was <laughs> that uh, Scott is going to be on the uh, EC, You know, he's on the ECU equipment team. Yeah. Football equipment, and he's going to Michigan. But I wasn't supposed to say that, though. Okay. That's phenomenal. Is that not awesome? That's awesome. But if it's true, sources say. Hall of Fame bat boy. Yeah. Hall of Fame bat boy for the Down East Wood Ducks. Uh, uh, okay. Eight and three. Then a, how many home games again? I got to count this up here. One, is two, seven, three, four, five, six. Yeah, seven. I don't know why it feels like more than that, though. But it seems like all your big games are at home. Carolina, which is the way it should be. Well, now, I don't know. I, I kind of like Carolina Duke as the last game of the year or Carolina versus NC State. And it's Carolina, NC State. Saturday, November the twenty fifth. You got you at eight and three right then. You got to win that yeah. one, right? Yeah, I'd be kicked out of the room if I didn't say we get a W there. <laughs> Nine and three. Then uh, they got a pretty good quarterback in Chapel Hill, though, don't they? Well, they, they do in Chapel Hill, but freaking State stole uh, the Virginia quarterback. You know that, right? Yeah. He transferred uh, in the transfer portal. Did we get good. the offensive coordinator too? Yes. You're welcome. So if if y'all win an NCAA or not NCAA, if you win an ACC championship, I should like get a ring, right? Fifteen percent. I think <laughs> you I think you should get a NC State tattoo on the other bicep. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. My dad will pay for it. <laughs> he probably would, wouldn't he? He probably Let's would. Start so. the GoFundMe right now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But nine and three, then that's a conservatively, I would say eight and four. Okay. I don't know where the extra L would come from, but I, I'll do the same thing I did with him. I'll do it. Uh, at, I'll do my version. Okay. You said, uh, uh, nine and three, you said seven and five for ECU at UConn. That's a win. The Notre Virginia Dame. tech would be my history yeah. L. I think y'all can beat Notre Dame at your place. Notre Dame is a paper tiger. I have never, I mean, I'm picking you to beat Notre Dame. I really think you're going to, it's going to be a nationally televised game. It's a noon game on ABC that day at court. Yeah, what language am I speaking? At Carter Family, I'm picking you to win that, okay? 2-0, and VMI 3-0, and at Virginia 4-0, Louisville 5-0, Marshall 6-0, at Duke 7-0, off week going into Clemson at home. Can you beat – you can't beat Clemson, can you? Mm. It's at Carter Family, yeah. man. I, I'm going to call that a loss. But y'all will be 7-0, and probably 12th in the country, 
they will probably be undefeated. Fourth or fifth, or maybe a third in the country at that point. That dude All could be a eyes sneaky in game the nation. Too. Yeah, because you'll be looking forward to uh, Clemson. Yeah, you'll be looking forward to Clemson. I'm still saying seven zero, but I think you're going to lose to Clemson seven and one. Miami at home eight and one eight at Wake Forest. I'm with you. I don't know what it is about Wake Forest and NC State, but Wake always has it against NC State. Seems like seems so like. eight and two at Virginia Tech. I've got you winning that nine and two. Uh, Carolina home. I got. How about I got you ten and two. I'll take yours. There you go. There you go. What were you thinking over there? Uh, yeah, M&M? I, I, I think that. Um, I, I think as an ECU guy talking no, about I, NC State, I think you're pretty spot on with Notre Dame. I also think having the bye week before Clemson it is is really really valuable, um, and, and I think Clemson's going to be. I mean, it's hard to say what Clemson's going to be. You know, when you um, you're you know you're coming off the the struggles and and gosh, wouldn't we all like to struggle the way Clemson struggled last yeah. year? Yeah, you know? but um, yeah, I think I think Clemson is going to be beatable again. Th- I mean, again this year, uh, but I, I do think you guys and and I. I think you are discounting the Tar Heels a little bit. I I think that um I think they're going to be a, a a tough matchup. Um, you know, state state's defense is usually pretty stout. Carolina's defense has been pretty weak, but that that's a heck of an offense God, that the Tar Heels are going to have. I want y'all to beat Notre Dame so bad. That would just warm the. Remember how I was talking about my deep dark cockles. Uh, I, I, hate you know, I got deep, dark cockles in my heart. You I know? hate it when you talk about your cockles. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to ask any questions. Byron Shanks. <laughs> Byron Shanks. Man, that would be – as much as I want ECU to win at Michigan, which – That would be sweet. That, oh, my so gosh. Sweet. Y'all to beat Notre Dame and Carter Finley. It says there's still tickets available. How are there tickets available for that game? That there game should, should be, be sold out. Yeah. You don't want to sit in those seats. <laughs> those Maybe seats are available. Room. Not yeah. gonna be. Golly, is your daddy going to be up there for that game? Yes, yeah. That's Saturday, September 9th. Do we have a home game we that do. night? Yeah. Are I you going to go? I won't be there. Yeah. But it's a noon game, though. You could at least be there for the first half. Yeah. That's all right. Okay. Anyway. Listen uh, to that professionalism right that there. is very that's prof- professional that's a lot of professionalism there real quick but i swear we're getting to wood ducks talk we're only 15 minutes in we haven't even done one minute of wood ducks talk we're gonna get to it i promise it's been fun though college oh, football is <laughs> right around the corner but i gotta ask what in the world is nc state doing we could have had stanford and uh cal uh, nah, in the acc nah, which nah, i'm nah, for nah, by nah, the way i'm for and I'm, smu it looks like I'm wants hard. to come to the acc I'm, hard against that nc state do you even know this you're looking like you don't know what i'm talking about nc state turns out to be the deciding vote to keep it out we had to have 12 of the 15 schools vote yes obviously we knew florida state clemson and carolina those are the three that voted no and you sided like you're you yeah know, i the, made that decision yeah, <laughs> yeah like you're the uh, commissioner or whatever of uh or the athletics director of nc state but it turned out that nc state is the deciding vote to keep stanford cal and smu out of the acc right now what in the that? world john clemens that would be some terrible travel uh it thank would you be, very much i mean it, i think yeah, i mean it's budget I, like why would you pay well for- and i think that when you so 
So when the ACC folds, budget. So when the AC, I'm interrupting you, Mike Martin, to say this. <laughs> it when is the his ACC, show. <laughs> when the ACC folds in three years because NC State kept them, kept those schools out of there, making us an 18 team league. Kudos to NC State oh. at that point because because first of all, the Atlantic I dude Coast doesn't matter. Conference. Okay, the Big Ten. The well, Big Twelve, the uh, what was the other one? The Pac Twelve, which doesn't even exist anymore right. at this point. When the ACC folds, I don't think there's going to be the Southeastern Conference and the Big Ten and the Big Twelve. I think it's going to be, you know, whatever it's called. There's going to be four major conferences that make up college athletics, and the rest of them will you know, make up the subdivision or whatever they're going to call that. But, you know, that's the direction that college athletics is going in, and that has nothing to do with the Atlantic Coast Conference. It has everything to do with the the mismanagement of the NCAA. Well, the ACC could have become one of the – could have become the SEC or the Big Ten or the Big 12 and could be that fourth major conference that you're talking about. But has zero identity. Zero identity. No, I disagree with that. It just, but it just hurt my heart, John Clemens. So that, why, uh, that why NC not State point fingers at Clemson and Florida State and Carolina? Because they've already been making these overtures that they were going to leave anyway. I, you know what? I could point the finger at Carolina. Clemson and Florida State won out. They absolutely won out. It is what it is. God bless them. Godspeed. All that. Yeah. Carolina and NC State have really disappointed me because I think uh, Carolina and NC State feel, and Carolina probably can with the as high academics as they have, but they, the Big Ten will welcome them in a heartbeat. Okay, the SEC will welcome uh, Florida State and Clemson, but where does NC State think they're going to go? And they were, like I said, they were the defending, or not the defending, they were the deciding vote in this to keep those programs out. It just it. The, it it frustrated it, me to no end. An interesting thing about all of that discussion with with determining where you're going to go, and and what I think would be um, the main draw for North Carolina to go to the Big Ten is, and this was interesting to me. So um, Olympic sports, the Big Ten offers twenty eight conference competition olympic sports the southeastern conference only offers 21 um what does the acc offer it's got to be up there though there i mean the way nc state voted probably not much in a couple of years so none <laughs> but um i don't know wow <laughs> but but it, and that i think all except maybe one um, Big Ten school is part of the AAU, the academic, um, the the academic, the higher academic standard for their athletic competitions. I mean, and and then um, I think there's only six ACC teams that are that are part of that AAU group. So, you know, the Big Ten would be you know a pretty natural opportunity for uh for north carolina and you know those scumbags in the southeastern conference i don't know that any of those are uh academic uh 
Besides Vanderbilt. Yeah. <laughs> but but they can't be long for the SEC anyways. So. I would agree with that. Okay. That, enough. We've only done 20 minutes of college talk, which I guess you're cool with. By the way, that is a sweet-ass Wood Ducks polo you got on there. Nike. You know I'm a Nike guy anyway. I like that, dude. Have I given you a Brian Hanks show T-shirt? I appreciate yeah. it. Yes, you're I, I, will, I will say I wore my Brian Hanks T-shirt to Lovick's, taking my East Carter boys to breakfast ah. on Saturday morning. Let's get uh, Steve Lovick. Well, I, love. Speaking of that, I'm glad you said that again. Thank you to Steve. Uh, but gotta, I got to make a correction from the first hour. How in the world I got – it's your dad that's an East Carteret grad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I said that you were an East Carteret My grad, mom was so. West Carteret. Man, you guys just covered the whole county, what? didn't you? And then we just moved to Swansboro. <laughs> there you go. But, uh, but I did want to correct that. In the first hour, I said that you were an East Carteret grad, and you spoke to the East Carteret graduation class. That is not true. You're a Swansboro grad, and you spoke to the Swansboro graduating uh, class of 2023. So we've got all that. I've got that fixed. Hey, uh, real quick, let me thank our uh, big uh, interview sponsor at UNC Lenore Healthcare, the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find in hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kenston for all your healthcare needs or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And thank you again to Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. Let's get to it. Now, Mike Martin has become my co-host here in the second hour because wow. our big interview is John Clemens. I'm actually going to have to slip out on okay. you guys here soon, but I did want to uh, – there was no golf talk this morning, so I did want to slip <laughs> in a sliver. We uh, did an hour of ECU football talk. How about that? It's it fun. was fun. Good times. But uh, Brooks Kepka actually dropped out of the top six of the Ryder Cups. Oh. Stand at at Ryder Cup points, uh, so that's going to create a real issue for uh, for the captain Zach Johnson. You know, and and it's interesting that we're talking about you know where a university would go if they were to leave their conference because you know that that's a critical component to to what Zach Johnson's got to do with this Ryder Cup team is you've got to create. A, a room, a, a roster of players that um, that will function well together. And with Brooks Kapka leaving the PGA Tour, going to the Live Tour, a lot of controversy with that. And, and Brooks Kapka has been a pretty divisive guy in golf. I mean, I I was you know Team Kapka when he had his issues with Bryson DeChambeau, but since going to the Live Tour, he's you know had some disparaging things to say about. Yes, he made Matthew Wolf in this team thing that Liv does. So, yeah, I, I don't think he's done himself any favors in terms of um, of likability and, and and how he would pair with you know, in the team competition of the Ryder Cup. Okay, let me interrupt you there. I'm sorry, I hate to do this because we're so up against clock. Yeah, I'm out. When, no, when, did, when do we pick Ryder Cup? When is that uh, So the, the team selection will be after this weekend. So um, when you come back on next Wednesday, we'll, we'll have an idea of who it is, right? Yeah, I don't think it – maybe, maybe. Okay. I'll get the exact well, we'll deep dive – hey, how's that for a tease? We'll deep dive into uh, Ryder Cup on your next appearance next Wednesday. Byron, thanks for having me. Hey, anytime, anytime. <laughs> I tell you what, go over there if you don't mind. I've muted you here on this mic uh, because it's easier for me to look right across there, okay? Dude, thank you so much, Mike. Man, an hour and a half goes by quick. Okay. 
We've got about 10 minutes, uh, John Clemens, after all that, uh, to talk about uh, the Down East Wood Ducks. And, man, we are in, I wouldn't call it, uh, we're not in a home stretch yet because we've still got, uh, we've got this home stand. We've got a week on the road. Then we've got another home stand uh, before they go on the road for the final regular season of the series. Before they go on the regular, uh, uh, the last regular season home road series the i swear i can speak english john clemens long story short this is the next to the last homestand of the season correct that's, that's right. correct yeah there you go before we get the playoffs which i can't wait for we're gonna talk about here in a moment but uh hey baby but uh man some exciting things uh i mean we were talking about ecu we did a whole uh hour on ecu in our first hour yeah, this weekend's going to be jam-packed. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, Friday night, we're doing a co-branded, uh, sponsored by Pepsi and Menji's Bottling Group, uh, co-branded ECU cap. It's uh, the retro-looking tri-color hat with uh-huh. the green, blue, and white, um, and then the, the ECU Pirate logo on the front, or uh, the Wood Duck logo on the front, but the ECU colors, and then on the side, it has the ECU Pirate logo. It's pretty sweet. I've seen it. You guys put you posted a picture of it up on Facebook. If you've not seen it yet, go to uh, Wood Duck social media, check it out, dude. It is sweet. Saturday though. Saturday is going to be nut house. Yeah. Uh, we uh, we did a ECU co branded jersey. Uh, it's a gold jersey this year with purple sleeves, and it's it's got the Wood Ducks theme on it, but it also has the ECU patch on it as well. And, uh, yeah, they'll go quick. I, you know, especially with, you know, it being summertime now and all that. And, uh, I've just got a feeling and I've seen some of those long, long lines. Uh, Mike's coming back. I don't know what he, oh, I bet he forgot his, uh, his Stanley cup right there. His, uh, his big mug. There you go. Oh uh, man. And I've said this many times and I'm not just saying it. Because uh, you're sitting here across from me, I sincerely mean it. Y- y- y'all first class jerseys, y'all first class jerseys. Boy, that's good English. It made sense you guys to me. Do, <laughs> you but you guys always do first class jerseys. I mean, I've gone to I've gone to a lot of major league games. I've got a couple of giveaway major league jerseys, and they almost come apart in your hands. I'm not even joking, John. They're so flimsy and so whatever. Man, I've got a whole closet full of giveaway jerseys in there that you can wear at any time that are that are awesome. You're doing it again this Saturday night. Yeah, it's it's one of the staples. Um, people love them, and it's something that we value and, and giving away, and it's a great product, like you had mentioned. So, yeah. That's How many are you giving? Is it 1,000? It is 1,000, so it'll be tight. I think we've sold 2,500 tickets already. So, <laughs> yeah. What's your, Mr. Clemens, uh, I got to ask you here, uh, what's your advice to fans who are planning to come out Saturday if they think, uh, you know what, I uh, – I'd like to get one of those jerseys. What's your advice for them? Uh, season ticket holders be there at three thirty. Yeah, uh, to come in through the side gate, and then um, I would get there early between two thirty and three. Start lining up, and we'll open the gates at four. And first come, first serve. Size is based on availability, so. That's so if you're a big boy like me, and and even I'll say this, I mean the biggest size you guys have are XL, but they're they even fit me well. Yeah, they yeah. they do. And unbutton it. And it's yeah. A, yeah. Oh, yeah. You look, well, that's what the cool and kids do. You look cool, do anyway. yeah. <laughs> Wear a purple shirt underneath yeah. it. With a, yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. It's casual. Uh, 
why you guys have now? I think this is the second year in a row that you guys have done this, and it has been. It was very successful last year. The ECU Co brand. Just uh, speak to the decision process behind that. I think just recognizing the market and um, attracting that demographic, and understanding that you know they're right here in our own backyard, and to recognize that, and to you know recognize that they're a, a baseball powerhouse in this area, and um, just kind of merge the two um brand identities and um fortunately they were they were cool with signing off on it from a marketing standpoint so we took it took that to the the print you know so well you know as you know i mean i uh do some work in the ecu press boxes i do that's right call baseball or do pa for baseball so i'm not as i like to put on my twitter uh thing john i'm the backup to the backup pa hey, that's all right <laughs> at, uh, at, at uh ecu and i do hey, it hey by the way thank yeah. you for um being pa for the battle of the badges that was it was my honor i had was, a blast that was dude awesome you know what? We've got to fit in. We've got about five minutes left, but we've got to fit in at least a minute of talk about that. But we'll do that in a second. But I wanted to—I didn't want to leave this point real quick. I wore my uh, ECU hat, my ECU Pirates hat, uh, to do a couple of games this year. Huh? Everybody, everybody in the press box, like, where did you get that? How can I get one of those? I was like, dude. You got to, you know, you got to go to a, a Wood Ducks game. Well, when is it this year? And I oh, was nice. able to tell them. So I bet, I know you said you sold 2,500 tickets. I'm willing to bet 10 to 12 of those are from uh, folks in Greenville who are wanting to come down to get that hat, dude. We'll take them. Have That's you awesome. thought, I got to ask you, have you thought about selling a hat like that? Maybe putting a hat together and selling something like that goes, John Clemens, I, mean, I think it would sell pretty good, man. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. I, yeah, yeah. Let's talk to – is it Spice that decides that or who decides we'll that? To, we'll have to rub uh, Janelle. There you go. Janelle, see, okay. Yeah, see what she's got I in think, store. Uh, I'm being very serious. I think if you so – like, I got to tell you, I mean, I go to, uh, you know, a lot of Nationals games, and they have a whole section of, like, when they do their Virginia and Virginia Tech and Georgetown yeah. and all that, you can buy those hats too. They have them over there, and, and I know it's going to surprise you when I tell you I bought a Virginia slash Washington Nationals hat. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Cool. I'm sure it's somewhere in here. But, uh, okay, Battle of the Badges this past weekend. Dude, the fans who came out to support that and the supporters of law enforcement and the fire departments and EMS in our area, that had to have put a smile on your face, John. Yeah, it was awesome. The um, The concept generated in 2022 and talking to Sam McClawhorn, um, He's really been the, the driving factor in getting everyone on that side of the fence uh, rallied together. And uh, last year, it was kind of in its baby stage. Uh, we had a game, one game on a Saturday versus police and fire um, here locally in Kinston. Um, and really just wanted to grow that event. And, um, and Sam helped do that in terms of recruiting more teams and we had eight teams total. It was a round-robin tournament. I think there was a total of 17 games uh, in I, two days. How so. in the world did you guys come up? It was triple elimination the first day. Now, in the second day, I went to double elimination. But I have never, John Clemens, and I've been in sports forever, I've never seen a triple elimination tournament, dude. <laughs> Kudos to Shiver for putting that <laughs> together. But, um, yeah, it was it was phenomenal. The, the turnout was um, very much appreciated. Um, probably had close to six, seven hundred people each day um, in the ballpark. So 
for a Saturday non Wood Ducks event and a Sunday non Wood Ducks event, it was a it was a tr- fantastic experience, and, and it was a lot of fun. And I got to tell you, it's some great competition too. Oh, the games were amazing. Lenore County Sheriff's Office yeah. had just swept through the first what three or four games they were in it, yeah. and then. They ran up against a Seven Springs Volunteer Fire Department team. That's who ended up winning the whole thing. So congratulations to Seven Springs yeah, for winning the absolutely. whole thing. But who just they put it on? How about the home runs? Did you? I know you were working most of the term. I don't know how much yeah, time I, you actually got to be out in the stands. So or, I was sitting there taking tickets, but I heard you say like the same guy three home runs in the weekend, and then a few minutes later another guy hit a home run. Yep. I'm assuming they went out of the ballpark. They went out, dude. A softball. Yeah, that's incredible. Out of the ballpark, and uh, one of the ones, and I wish I could remember the guy's name off the top of my head, John, but uh, it wasn't just. It wasn't like it was just right over the first fence. The last of the guy who hit three home runs, John, it went over the second fence. Eesh. And I mean, with probably, and I'm not going to say with 50 yard or 50 feet, probably a solid 10 feet to spare. It went over 10 feet over the second fence. That's impressive. That, that's really impressive. It's hard to do that with a baseball. It's hard to hit a softball out of the infield on a <laughs> major league field. And they knocked it out. I, I did my little estimation. I thought it was about 375, 380 is what I estimated. And I think it's being a little conservative, too. Okay, dude, I hate to do this. We're we're out of time. That's all right. But, uh, again, uh, I, I'll have you on before, probably two weeks from today, when so the next homestand. One thing I want to mention. The playoffs. Yeah, playoffs. Uh, People can buy tickets now, Tickets right? are available now for playoffs September 14th, uh, potentially the 15th and the 17th. So, uh, Might have a little uh, special giveaway there too, right? Yeah, special giveaway. The first 1,000 fans on September 14th will receive a postseason rally towel presented by the Brian Hanks Show. You know how excited to, I am about that, dude. So, yes. I can't Come wait. out, wave your towels, get the Woody's hype, and uh, let's bring home a ring. I love it. I, dude. 35 minutes just went by just like that, dude. Thank you so much for You're joining welcome. me here, okay? That's John Clemens. See you soon. I'll see you tonight. We're coming tonight. Linda and I have decided we are definitely coming tonight. Uh, hey, let's get John and Jonathan in here, play the birthday game. We'll wrap up the show right after that. Today is Wednesday, August the 23rd in the year of our Lord. It is hope day. Mm, I love saying that. I've already done it on the show a couple of times today, I'm sure. And uh, I guess this is my favorite thing. I missed the camel, dude. Well, you, you're keeping it alive between you and Camel Cigarettes. That camel will not go away. <laughs> Wednesday, August the 23rd. Yes, you're right. That was me. Menthol goodness. Mm, tasty menthol goodness. Uh, so, it's time to play the birthday game. Uh, John Dawson, it's time for you to get things turned around here, man. Uh, Massey has won one, two, three, four. Five straight days. Dude, you led four days to one. It looked like you were dominating, and you've let him win five in a row. What in the world, dude? It's all part of my strategy, Brian. I can't tell you. It's a secret. Jonathan Massey. Oh, dear Lord. <coughs> Sorry. I was pushing one back. <coughs> you mean like how I do my feelings, how I just push them down and push them down? You mean there's some you don't let out? <laughs> is that what you're saying? That's pretty good. You're, whatever yeah, holds anyway. your feelings in is like a microwave Tupperware lid that won't quite shut. <laughs> God. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that. He's not just, wrong. Yeah, I was about to say, just. Mine are repressed down to my ankles. I, I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. Mm. You know one day it's going to snap, right? Oh, yeah, it's any day now, probably. Oh, great. <laughs> 
Ooh. Hopefully it'll be on the air. Uh, That'll be good radio. Let's hurry up and get through this uh, this birthday <laughs> game. What do you think? <laughs> Jonathan Massey, you've won five straight days in a row. You can tell us. You get the honor, the distinct honor of telling us about uh, Jacques Passelag and Guico Office on Mason. <laughs> okay. Um, well, Jacques Passelag and uh, the good folks at Goico Office Automation, they are the only office automation provider in Lenore County. Why is he going to the stick already? See, you're interrupting him for no reason. It just makes me nervous. I'm sorry. Put a pin in that for a People second. People don't know Talk what about. you're talking about. He just picked up the hockey stick that usually he doesn't grasp until. I got it. That was going to hit you in case you interrupted him for no reason. Oh, great. Well, here we go. Uh, <laughs> but it would have. You usually don't grasp it until nine or ten minutes until we're barely two minutes into the birthday game. I needed to go to my happy place early. Oh, dear God. Okay. Sorry, Jacques. Jacques Passelet. And the fine folks at GoEco Office Automation <laughs> are the uh, only office automation provider in Lenore County and thusly get invited to everything, yeah. and they don't have to complain about it. <laughs> so, um, you know, if you want to be with that in crowd, you need to give Jock a call. And what would that number be over there, dear Jonathan Massey? 252-252-286-286-53-53-54-54. Or you can visit his websites at goeconc.com or whatisgoeco.com for more information. Whatisgoeco.com, by the way. That's a website. Mm. Man, we've got a fun. We've got some fun birthdays here today. Does uh, that terrify you, Massey, when he says that? As much as it does me. Well, let me just go ahead and tell you this. I'm going to go ahead and give you a two-day warning in case you guys decide not to show up uh, Friday. Mm-hmm. Friday is an all-musician edition of uh, the birthday game. How many of them are actually musicians? On that day, one. <laughs> That's reassuring. Two. He's making a face three, like he ate bad three of the five. Three of the five. Yeah, yeah. But we got two today, including this first one, who uh, you're going to guess in a minute. We're not playing who sang it, but uh, I'll let you. I might as well. I'm going to do the, the biggest song because I love it. But you can give me another one if you okay. think of anything better. Here we go. Oh, Rick Springfield. Right. Yes. Why'd you let him do you it? You just got through telling me it's not. We're not playing. Who sang it? Well, dude, I was trying to hold my I breath. Like Rick Springfield's song. Jesse's girl. Year. Nineteen eighty-six. Eighty-two. Eighty-one. Eighty-one. Oh, wow. Dude, that was close. Yeah, nineteen eighty-one uh, album. Got to the dog on it. Yep, working class dog. Yeah, I was yeah. about to say. I know you remember the cover of it, yeah. even if you don't remember the name of it. I love this song. He's in a big part of that documentary that Dave Grohl made about uh, Studio City, whatever, about that studio. He's in. A, he's a big chunk of that story. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, he. I got to tell you, man, he was a good-looking man, dude. I know you find men repugnant. I do, but I don't mind if you don't. <laughs> I guess I semi-find men repugnant, but I have the ability to look at a man. I have the ability to look at a man and say, you know what, that's a good-looking man. I can do that. The ability. Yeah, I do it all the time. Okay. Wait a minute. I don't believe I'd have told that. <laughs> true, true. Why can't I find a woman like that? I thought you were going to say vocal coach. 
do it. I didn't say anything. Oh. But I, I was going to say probably because you make those comments about Rick Springfield. Oh, well, yeah, there you go. Okay. Why can't I find? Oh, do you know what he was? his birth name is, though? And I meant to give it out, but y'all. Richard Lewis Springthorpe. Wow. Okie dokie. I don't know how you good got call. Rick Springfield. Yeah, good call indeed. I don't know how you got Rick Springfield out of that, but hey, I think he made a good Somebody decision. at the record company said this will sail better. That and, well, he's also on, you know, we both like Sirius XM. He's on, he has a show on 80s, uh, on the 80s channel. He oh. does once a week. On XM, I'm down to listening to the Radio Classics channel, and every once in a while I'll, I'll check out the uh, comedy uh, channel from driving late at night trying to stay awake. Well, the U2 channel is awesome. Channel 32, U2X. Mm-hmm. Why you, why'd you raise an eyebrow? Dude, that's pretty good. I don't even think I can do that. You raise that eye. Oh, wow. I was you a fan like of the $6 million man. That's why I learned how to well, do no, it. Well, no, the first person I think of is... Uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Well, that too, but that's not where I was going. Tell uh, people what you're talking about. Uh, you're doing your eyebrows. I can raise both you eyebrows. You can raise both eyebrows. No, I was thinking about uh, Ace Ventura. What's his... Oh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey is really good at that, too. And you've got Jim Carrey. There you go. You've got Jim Carrey likabilities, though. Mm. I'm impressed. I can't do the right eyebrow. I can do the left one. Tell me, can I do them? That first one, yeah, and the other one, you look like Rodney Dangerfield. (laughs) Is that a compliment or an insult? I like Rodney. Rodney now. (laughs) His his current state. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I tell you. Probably gone, I'm guessing, at this point, don't you think? Hey, we got the whole song in there. Uh, okay, uh, Jonathan Massey, you are the one on the hot streak here. How old? Is, how, yeah. All right, so Jesse's Girl came out 41 years ago. Yep, in 1981. No, 42 years ago. Yeah, yeah. sorry. So how yep. old is Rick Springfield today on August the 23rd, in the year of the Lord, 2023? 65. Say 65. What do you say, John Dawson? 68. That could have kept going, believe it or not. He was born August 23rd, 1949, so he's 74 today. So happy birthday to Rick Springfield. Uh, You lead one to nothing. John Dawson, and it goes to you. I am. uh, Go ahead. Get it ready. Get your your growl ready. No, because he's going to ask you to do it. Trust me on this. All right. She was Jeannie, and I dream of Jeannie, where she made many a young man's heart go all a flutter. It's. Oh, God. uh, Barbara Eden. Barbara Eden. For for me. Dude, I haven't had a little rash. Have you but seen? She put the outfit on a few years ago, and it fit. And that bewitched, and um, I dream of Jeannie were on roughly at the same time. Yeah, yeah. This That's is going from sixty-five to seventy, or something like that. Sixty-five to seventy-one. Yeah. And uh, don't hurt yourself now. Now, don't get it twisted. Uh, her fastball is probably falling down into the upper 80s. You okay? really should be criticizing a 70-year-old woman's looks, Brian. How do you know she's 70? Is that your guess? She's That's the decade, at least. Okay. Well, what what is your guess for Barbara Eden? What year was she born? Or not what year, but how old is she today? Uh, 83. You say 83. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? You know who we're talking about, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah I dream of Jeannie. Larry Hagman. Remember Larry Hagman from Very Dallas? funny on that show. He was very funny on that show. I'm guessing that's got to be like on MeTV also, right? Or is it? It's got to be because that's in that genre. It's either on there or Nick at Night or whatever that is now, I'm sure. I'm going to say, you said 83? Yeah. 84. She was born. Get ready to fall out of your chair, John Dawson. August 23rd, 1931. She's 92 today, and they showed a picture of her uh, when I was, I deep dove into this, as you can imagine. From like 10 years ago when she was in her 80s. She had the outfit on. It was a charity event. 
it made the news. So anyway, uh, was there unnecessary silence there? Yeah, I have to cut all that out. Sorry about that. Radio and stuff. More more silence. More silence. (laughs) More (laughs) silence. Uh, You got that one, Sean. It's a message, so it's (laughs) one-to-one. It goes to you here. Uh, You know who this person is. I don't know if you know how old he is, but he's a younger, less talented brother of Stefan, but he's somehow still drawing a check in the NBA. He played for Duke, and now he plays for the Dallas Mavericks. It's Seth Madam. <laughs> Wait, what? Madam Curie. <laughs> Seth Curry. Oh. Yeah, Seth Curry. I just have never really been impressed with his game, dude. I mean, I didn't really like him at Duke. I mean, he did hit that big shot to beat uh, Carolina. Remember that one? There's been so yeah. many. Uh, but... I, but they seem to like him in the NBA, and he's he's probably made $100 million in his career. And you know what? I'm going to have to spot crack that and see how much money he's made in his career. How much money? This is These are moments why I have to stick. Seth Curry made in his career. Can't the FCC fine you for typing on the radio during a Can show? They, they can't do that. I would hope they could. <laughs> no, they just put his current current. Oh, no, that's uh, Stefan Curry. Stefan Curry is made. You want to guess how much he's made in this his career? This is the only thing on WRNS right now. Are we counting endorsements and everything? No, no, no. This is just salary. salary. Just salary? Yeah. 250 mil? 470 million. Huh. Is that not crazy? Well, I tell you what, that's what he is. Now you've uh, angered every listener we have. <laughs> you made them listen to you type, <clears throat> and when you got through typing, you gave them information that makes them want to strangle somebody. Wait a minute. Okay, hold on. Let me. Oh, we got more uh, time. You're right. I'm not gonna. Play. I guarantee you he's made. He's had to have made close to a hundred million dollars. Well, dude, his latest contract was four mil. Four years, two hundred and fifteen million dollars. All guaranteed. If he is. This is the guy you don't think is any good. No, 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 no. That's Stefan Curry. Oh, we're I talking about somebody Stephon. else now. So I'm really <laughs> confused. They're. Whose birthday is it? I wish. Sandra it was Day O'Connor's. Yeah. Oh, okay. I wish it was their mom's birthday. Yeah. yeah. You know who we're talking about, right? He does now. Who now? We've, we've got Curry. four or five names in the soup. Hold on, uh, Dale. Why Curry are you looking your mom wife. up? Oh my God, Sonia Curry. Okay. We, I, I, we were we had already confirmed. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> May I say three words here? Giggity, giggity, goo, and I'll leave it at that. What's wrong with that? You're getting frustrated over there. I'm trying to get back to the point. Of there you the, go. Seth there Curry. There we go. Today there we is go. Seth Curry's <laughs> birthday there, Jonathan Massey. He is still currently with the uh, Dallas Mavericks. How old is Seth Curry today? 32. You say 32. What do you say, John Dawson? He was born August 23rd. Well, everybody cares. You got to care. You want to win this, right? It's tied up one to one. Well, it was. That was the third birthday. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Feels like it was the 90th. <laughs> he was born August the 23rd, the year of World Lord 1990. So if you'd have gone the other direction, you'd have been spot on, and I would have got to hit this. But I didn't get to hit it because you didn't get it perfectly. Which, if you'd have gone the other direction, you would have. Congratulations, Jonathan Massey. You lead two to one. Well, you looked the other way a second. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, you don't want to witness, do you? You uh, have them turn around so they can have deniability. Deniability. <laughs> <laughs> when you hear me say, Jonathan, he's hitting me with the hockey stick. Who's Jonathan? 
while. We're both Jonathan. Hell yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, we got a couple of people who've passed away here as we end today's show, and it goes to you, John Dawson. I always leave them laughing. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> listen, he, this, this uh, former basketball player, former Los Angeles Laker, died in a helicopter crash in 2020. It's Kobe Bean Bryant. Kobe Bryant. I know you know who Kobe Bryant is, right? I've heard you express yeah. opinions about him over the years. Yes, I have. You know, and you don't speak ill of the dead. We're taught that here in the South, right? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Yet. Well, we're talking. <laughs> but, you know, like how everything you say before you, you knock out when you say the word but, I was never a fan. I mean, I respect, okay, I respect him. I respect his a bit playing ability, uh, but... I don't know, man. I just, he wasn't my cup of tea. And that's even before all the rape charges and how he paid off the, the lady that he raped in Colorado and everything. I wasn't a fan of him as a player. And I'm sure something, because now there are people who love Kobe Bryant. I mean, that are almost, it's almost a cult with them. Am I right or am I right? You're yeah. right. That, well, you know. some, some I, I guess it was that generation really grasping to have their own Jordan, but it's it's kind of funny. Well, and I'll even say, Kobe Bryant, I, I, this would be a good discussion for me and you. And uh, I had Richard on yesterday. Well, should have brought it up with him yesterday, especially with Kobe's birthday being today. But uh, where would you put you? Seriously, Jonathan Massey, you're a big NBA fan, too. In, in the in the Zeit. Geist the pantheon of, of NBA thank players. Thank you, pantheon. Honestly, that was the word I was trying to think of and wouldn't come to me. In the pantheon of NBA players of all time, where would you put Kobe Bryant? Approximately. You don't have to say he was number of this, but where would you put him? Not his personality, just his playing ability. Exactly. Uh, but in the in the <clears throat> on the court, where would you put him? Um, there's so many ways to look at it. That's the problem. I'm going to say only a two top, hour show. Top ten. Probably that probably. high. Yeah. See, I think I would probably. Have, in fact, you know what? I can look this up real quick. Richard and I had. Uh, we did the whole uh, our top twenty players of all time. Let me see where see, this I've got is it right I, here. This is what I say about Kobe. Okay. Next to Michael Jordan, I cannot think of another basketball player that had the competitive drive that Kobe did. Or you know, those two. That that's one thing. I mean, if everyone was always comparing him to Jordan, wouldn't he be like in the top three then? Yeah, but, dude, I had – now, this was as of – I don't know. I don't know. I'm just asking. I had Kobe number 10 overall. Richard had him number 9 overall. So, that's a – what you just say? Top 10. There you go. Okay, well, that's where I had him. And we need to do this. Uh, Rich and I need to – because we did it before this past season. I had LeBron 4. He had LeBron 3. I had Stephon Curry 12. He had Steph Curry uh, 10. I had Kevin Durant 18. And he had uh, Kevin Durant 16. So, all three of those – I will probably, I don't know, though. I'm, not, I'm probably going to keep LeBron James at four. Steph Curry I had behind Oscar Robertson at 11 and Kobe at 10. Steph Curry's probably passed both of those. Now, I don't think he's called, a, to me, he's not called Hakeem Olajuwon yet. But uh, anyway, anyway. If World Be Free isn't on that list, it ain't worth the paper it's printed on. He's not on the list. Okay. Well, there you go. That would be one of the great names of all time would be World Be Free for sure. But uh, anyway, there you go. How about that? Uh, who? No, we've not guessed yet. Uh, John Dawson. <laughs> Whose birthday is it? Uh, Kobe Bryant. Oh, Kobe okay. Bryant. Kobe Bryant. Um, Are you going? Can I promise you this? I will bet you ten thousand dollars. You're going to be ext not ecstatic because it's a dead person, but uh, you, you will you will be fond of our last birthday that you'll be guessing here. Ten thousand dollars. 
Now, see, he's going to be like, I never liked him <laughs> just to get $10,000. But anyway, uh, Kobe Bryant. Good God, Brian. Get to, get it together. How old is Kobe Bryant today? Which, by the way, talk about it. That was a tragedy, him, the way he passed away. You know, It was. And with his daughter and all those other yeah. kids, yeah, it was terrible. Well, did you hear what the pilot or what they tried to claim? I think, did the pilot survive or did they all die? No, they all died. Okay. Well, somebody was trying to claim that it was Kobe's fault that, you know, because they drove or drove. They flew through fog and all that and that he made the pilot fly. The pilot did not want to fly. And I guess he actually said he didn't want to fly. And Kobe basically said, you are going to fly or I'll get somebody else to do it. Well, as they say, John Dawson, the rest is history. Oh, you want to guess, don't you? <laughs> so, how old would Kobe Bryant be if he were still alive today, John Dawson? I really don't have any idea. I'll say 46. You I don't say know. 46. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 47. Oh, dude, that was a heck of a guess. And for the first, you went the wrong way. If you'd have gone the other way, you'd have got it right on. He was born August 23rd, 1978. He would have been 45. So, hey, good guess there. We've, I've already had my monthly quota of... Uh, you know, you got to give him credit. No, you got to give him credit. So I'm not going to do that again here. Oh, I got to get this ready. It's a musical hint. Da, 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 da. Let's see. You know what's funny, though? Neither you, you nor Kobe will be celebrating his birthday this year. Say it again. <laughs> uh, he was a drummer for this band. <laughs> Keith Moon. <laughs> he passed away in... 1978. You better be glad you're going first on this one, Jonathan Massey. You now, he tricked me. I, I just gave it to him. Oh, you said he died in 1978. Oh. oh. Man, you did scare me there for a second. I was like, oh, my God, did I say? <laughs> How about this? He died in the same year that Kobe Bryant was born, so he died 45 years ago. That's crazy. Mm. My gut is, Jonathan Massey, you should probably get this one right on the nose, uh, but he died 45 years ago. Yeah, I'm getting my Keith Moon. Out. You know, and I know, I mean, dude, we've talked about the Who a lot. I'm a huge Who fan. Obviously, you are the biggest Who fan that I know there, uh, John Dawson. But listen to those drums. What's a good song for me to play that he's... Young Man Blues. Right, you got That's it. like a three-minute drum solo, basically. You got it. told me this i didn't realize this on the muppets of uh, animal animal it was based on keith moon right his antics all the money yep the whole bit he was good though wasn't he? sounds like john entwistle's threading missiles playing that bass with it here's where they invented metallica Stones look silly since 1964. I love it. Keith Moon, how old would he be today over there, Jonathan Massey? And as I said, oh, let me say this for Are you pretty confident you know? Yes. Uh, See, this, this makes it I fair know, then that you get to go first, Jonathan. I, I, I know he died young, obviously. But I'm between two numbers, and that's the problem. 
I'm going to say 78. That is wrong. How old would Keith Moon be if he were still alive today, John Dawson? 77. Yes, indeed. Is that what you were going between 77 and 78? He was born on this day, August 23rd. That's it's just three people and a singer. August 23rd, 1946. Indeed, he is, would be 77 today. Uh, you win today, Jonathan, or John Dawson. You snapped a five-day winning streak for uh, Jonathan Massey. Does it help that I had uh, Barbara Eden and uh, Keith Moon? he got Moon. wrong. Oh, you got Barbara Eden wrong. That's right. But that uh, Keith Moon finished Keith that? Moon helped because I knew he was 32 when he died. I couldn't remember. If it, I don't know why I had 33 in my head. I knew it was 32 or 33. I think Belushi was 33. Hey, uh, a friend to all three of us, uh, who I miss tremendously, and I know he's a friend to all three of us. Matt Hallbrook, today is his birthday, guys. How old is Matt? No, I didn't. No, 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 he deserves it, he deserves it. Say say something nice about Matt Hallbrook over there, dude. Well, uh, Matt, he's uh, he's got a great head of hair. Uh, he's uh, fairly tall. An understatedly great athlete, dude. You know he was all state. Here's a cool little fact about our. I know friend. what you're getting ready to say. Go ahead, tell him. He was, he this was like true. second team all state as a senior, in, as a senior in high school, at, in West Virginia, behind one Randy Moss. How about that? Mm. Randy Moss was a sophomore and was first team all state. Matt Hallbrook was second team all state receiver, behind Randy Moss. So they that both sold insurance. That's pretty cool. All state. <laughs> all right, turn that up a little bit. Big finish. Just play this for the rest of the show. Okay. Not even that good. There's still 50 seconds left. Good. Uh, he was born in 1974, so that would make him he's 49, 49 today. Yeah. 49 today. Uh, also, uh, I feel like I'm screaming over this here. Uh, da, 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 other birthday, other birthday, a local birthday, Michelle Taylor. So remember, worked with us at the Free Press. Or did she start there after you left? She was there the, near the end of my tenure. That's what I thought. Love her to death. She's now a teacher at uh, North Lenore High School. And I think I saw that she put up on her Facebook page. She was starting her sixth or seventh year, and I cannot believe it. She's a kid. Mm. She's not old enough to be uh, starting her sixth or seventh year of teaching, but a good reporter. She was a very good reporter, very conscientious. Mm -hmm. And uh, if she had decided to stay in reporting, well, she probably wouldn't have a job because, you know, they've quit. Uh, yeah, she, you know, she made the right move. Paper. She absolutely made the right move. But, uh, but a very, very nice young lady, a very talented reporter. So if today is your birthday, like Michelle Taylor, like our good friend Matt Hallbrook, you didn't say anything. You want to say something to him? No, I love, I love Matt. I, I just assume I cannot believe I'm a year older than him. Yeah. Good dude, man. Uh, miss you, Matt. Need to get up here. Uh, hey, he's got to get up here for the wedding, which looks like it's going to be in December unless we decide to just elope, which we were talking about uh, Monday. <laughs> Linda and I were like, man, we, we may just go. This thing is turning into a beast, and we don't want that. We want to just have a nice little wedding. Put me in charge of it. I'll keep it under control. That's maybe that's probably not a bad idea. 20 people max. I'm your man. Let's go. That's awesome. Linda, you're going to love that. Okay. Have a great hump day. We'll see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by GoEco Office Automation. And again, want to thank uh, 
as we are uh, wrapping up today's show uh man what another fun show uh, mike martin in our first hour even into our second hour a lot of e- hope our ecu uh, fans had fun with that today because we certainly did talking about that and then our good friend john clemens don't forget the down east wood ducks at home tonight at seven o'clock they will be home tomorrow at seven friday at seven saturday at five sunday at one and uh let's get out there and support the wood ducks uh tomorrow's show i think i've got jason bryan in the first hour jason let me know if that's true and then in our second hour first time guest martin white good friend of mine that it's been way too long that we've not had him on here his first time appearance hey have a great uh hump day we'll see you tomorrow on the brian hank show presented by lenore community college